If you asked Razor how he was doing, the standard response was, Better than you, Chico. I learned that when I stepped through that curtain that I could have a relationship as a performer with an audience. And it was a powerful thing to me, whether I was the hated villain or the beloved hero. And that was something that I've always treasured. So thank you to all the wrestling fans here. and all the fans watching around the world. In my lifetime, I've learned Hard work pays off. Dreams come true. Bad times don't last, but bad guys do. Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis. With attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Welcome to another edition of the Hashtag Miranda Show. I am your host, the Twitterless heroine herself, ring announcer to the stars, Miss Fancy Pants, the most professional podcaster, the pop punk princess, and of course, your queen of soft style, Miranda Morales, here hosting another episode of my show. That feels good to say, but it's not really my my show because well you know what happens i do this show with my friend bestest friend producer i don't know if you know he's also a wrestling promoter uh the unstoppable one and the kingpin of the chairshot.com greg demarco there was something funny i was gonna say and then i forgot what it was wow. i don't know what happened it is your show it, it's yours literally got yeah, your yeah. name on it. it it's it's your show yeah, but you know, we, it's it's a collective. It's a collective, and by collective, I mean I guess we, you and I just you know talk randomly for collective X amount random, of time. Random thoughts. Collective. Ooh, listeners. collective randomness. Collective. Well, you you were about to say collective, or, or initially you invented a new word, combining collective and collaboration, because you were like it's a collective. 
I like collective. I think collective Ooh, could be good. Ooh, I like collective. Collective sounds yeah. like something that old people take when they can't Collective. go to the bathroom. So. Oh, gosh. Really, Honey, where'd you put the collective? Really... Oh, it's under the sink. Okay. <laughs> you really What's that? You really make me look forward to being an adult. It's fantastic. Yes. Well, the Hashtag Miranda Show is a proud part of the Chairshot Radio Network, which you can find on thechairshot.com. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. And of course, the hashtag Miranda Show. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. As I just rest my head on my knee where I'm trying to not bang my head. Because I should have known. I should have known. I should have known. My, my hands are up here. Yeah, yeah. Have friends in wrestling, they said. It would be fun, they said. I trust nobody now. You're, you're, you're the one who stuck around. So. <laughs> That's... It's my own damn fault. When you stick around wrestling for too long, it gets you into trouble, gets you into these situations. I just meant this stuff. You're the one who stuck around this stuff. Yes, yes. Well, I I, I mean this stuff, but, you know, also. You're the one who just kept showing humor. up on Tuesdays being like, we're doing a podcast, right? Okay, let's go. Yeah. So. I just stuck around. That's that's usually how lots of my friendships and relationships start. I just keep coming around, keep coming back. And there you go. Well. Boom. The rest is history. And the rest is history. Wait, did you did you say I, boom? Did you say boom? I got I got a boom. Boom. Really good boom that we don't hear anymore. Good boom. Yeah. We not we will not be sad this week. We will no. not be sad. We did enough of that but already. We we did a wonderful, wonderful tribute and conversation uh, about Scott Hall on this week's Greg DeMarco show. Uh, if you would like to listen to it, it is up available now. Uh, myself, Patrick O'Dowd, Greg DeMarco, share our thoughts and, and memories of Scott Hall and his impact in the world of professional wrestling, as well as just with us individually. Um, and it was a, a really wonderful conversation uh, on so many levels regarding his impact, not only just as a performer, but his words, um, how they have resonated with us. So uh, it's it was very cathartic. It was very good. Um, but we will, you know, we that was another show. This is another show. You know, we're going to you know, come back. And it, it is important to mourn, you know, it is important to acknowledge these things. I will always say that first, especially, and, I, and I've referenced this before, in Spanish culture and Hispanic culture, it is very important to honor those who have passed in, in so many different ways. So I always take those, those moments very, very seriously. Um, but also, as you said, Greg, there's every podcast on the face of the planet is talking about that this week. So if you would like to listen to our thoughts on that, make sure you listen to this week's Greg DeMarco show. 100%. It's good shit. And you can find this show and the Greg DeMarco show as well on all major podcast streaming platforms like iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, iHeartRadio, and more. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. Subscribe. Get notifications every time a new episode drops. Leave us a five-star rating. And you can also leave a review on there as well. So not only can you find us on thechairshot.com, but you can find us on all these wonderful major streaming platforms. 
I didn't expect that. I, there was a pause. It, it was that wasn't even an interruption. Yeah. I thought I thought well because I thought you were going to do the chair shot uh, plug again. I did it three times already. Oh my gosh! Like that's ever stopped you? Oh, I, I pressed the button three times. When the hell has that ever stopped you from pressing a, a damn button? Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. Happy now. Yes. Good. Thank you very much. You know what also makes me happy, right? Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. I know what makes me happy. <laughs> yes, thechairshot.com. But, Greg, you know what also makes me happy? It is talking about Impact Zone Wrestling. I-Z-W. Also makes me happy. And... Yes. Well, I knew that. Duh. Hello. That's why we're here. But uh, I I wanted to take a moment, of course, to plug, you know, something that's happening very uniquely to IZW that hasn't happened in quite some time. IZW is having two shows fairly close in proximity um, in the uh, month of April and May. Uh, Cool Town Clash is happening on Saturday, April 23rd in Coolidge, Arizona. And then uh, shortly thereafter, IZW presents King of the Jungle Saturday, May 7th in Tempe at Sun Studios. So almost back to to back. Is it back to back? There's one weekend in between. So there's 14 days apart. Yes. So still crazy. Yeah, still crazy. Uh, but very, very close in proximity. I wanted to take the time today to talk more about Cool Town Clash because I think I, I feel like you mentioned it on this show, but I remember you talking specifically about this is uh, IZW's first venture out of the Phoenix area yeah. uh, for the first time since its, its comeback. Uh, so IZW getting out of the Phoenix Metro to uh, a, a new place and some significance for people, you know, coming into to have an event in Coolidge. Uh, but I wanted you to share a little bit about how, if, what details you can provide about how this came about and what does it mean for IZW to be uh, hosting a show in Coolidge? I mean, Coolidge is, it, it, it's obviously a community. It's halfway between Phoenix and Tucson, and some events there have done well. I mean, it isn't, you know, we don't just randomly decide, let's go to Coolidge. Like, some things have yeah. done well there um, in the boxing realm, amateur boxing, and, and have drawn very well. And that inspired me to think, what about wrestling? And if it's what about wrestling, what about us? And so, researched the venue that was used to see if it would work out, researched you know, partnerships that, that were kind of already in place, relationships that were already there uh, with, with my partners and I, and uh, were able to, to kind of put together this event in, in Coolidge, in, in Cool Town Clash. Um, cool Town wanted to be a big focus uh, of the name because that holds a lot of significance to the folks there in Coolidge. And it, it's going, it's something that we haven't had to do yet is, is the old adage in the world of pro wrestling of making a town. And we're going somewhere and they don't know 
anything. They really don't. Like, the very few people at this event are going to know the storylines. They're going to know what's going on. And so it is a, it's a different event. It's still part of IZW. It's still part of IZW canon, storylines, all of that. But it's also a crash course in IZW for the folks in Coolidge as we continue to build and grow from there. So I'm super excited about it. They are super excited about it. Like when I say they are super excited about it, I mean, you know, you know, it's not the, the, the mysterious they that we always talk about. It's like the city council and the mayor and the community are all extremely excited about this event and could be something that's very, very good for us. It's very low risk um, as well. So obviously from a business standpoint, that's exciting. But to be able to do that is, is, is huge. And uh, it also comes with the recent revelation that, um, you know, the, the founding father of IZW, the Navajo warrior, began his wrestling journey 30 plus years ago, 31 and a half years ago in Coolidge, Arizona. And, and to be able to go back there is something that's super important. When I pitched the idea, and I will take credit for it, I had no idea that that was even the case. Um, just kind of crazy how some things happen and work out. I just saw it as something that could be a good opportunity and a unique opportunity for IZW. Probably going to happen more than once a year, and and that's what they're already asking for. Um, and, and just very excited to bring this to that community. You know, it's interesting when 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 the event is being promoted. One of the responses was too far too far away and gas is too expensive and my immediate response was it's also expensive for the people in coolidge to drive to tempe to come see izw events even though we had some at, at monster um almost like you know people associated with our partners out there came to check out monster and, and got even more excited about what we're going to do in coolidge but this is a great opportunity to bring something to a community that's very invested in community events, gets involved, comes out at large, uh, and, and I'm extremely excited about that and, and what that opportunity means. We're going to have some physical representation at some local events leading up to it, selling tickets, promoting the event. Like it's 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 a community thing, and uh, it's just totally different. You know, it's it's it's, it's going to sound weird, but it's very easy for us to market our events in, in Tempe. It, it really is. It's, uh, we use the same channels. We, we sell out, we have standing room only. It's, it's, it's a habit thing. We've, we've established something really, really good. And I'm not complaining about that at all. I'm not knocking it. That's a, a measure of success that we have. Um, this isn't that in, in Coolidge. This is completely different. And so the opportunity to go out there and do that is something I'm very excited about. Um, it's going to be a great night. It's going to be a great card. We've got the IZW World Heavyweight Championship, Mr. Classic, uh, defending against Thugnificent. And when you look at the alignment of both of those people, um, you have a dastardly heel and a beloved babyface. And that's done on purpose for a market like Coolidge. But it also fits within everything that we're doing in IZW. And, and, and everyone has seen how Mr. Classic earned his title shot and all of that. We've got Final Destination and, and The Tribe. Um, it's a rematch from what took place at Fully Legal, but it's different now because Bryce Saturn will be part of the tribe or be, be part of Final Destination with Charles Cassius mm -hmm. uh, facing the tribe in what will be the last ever tag team match for the tribe. As the Hawaiian Lion prepares for his retirement on May 7th, this event on April 23rd will be his last uh, his last tag team match teaming with Navajo Warrior, who, of course, will wrestle on May 7th, the King of the Jungle, and so much more. And we'll have a chance to talk about that in the coming weeks, but. I'm super excited about it. I think it's going to be great. We're going to do some marketing to Coolidge directly, also to Tucson, which is, you know, an hour the other way from Phoenix out there. And I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm excited about it. And it's just, you know, we, when we went at this thing, it, it was four shows 
and and the opportunity to go to six is, is going to be done in the right situations. And this is definitely the right situation. Um, we knew if we added, we'd want them to be outside of this market in Phoenix and, and cool. It just makes sense. And I'm super excited for it. I hopefully this, you know, two or whatever times per year uh, literally becomes per year and happens for many, many years to come. So very excited about it. Cool Town Clash, April 23rd at the Coolidge Youth Center in Coolidge, Arizona. Come check it out. Um, I know you're going to ask me, so I'm just going to tell everybody right now. You can get your tickets by going to IZWWrestling.com. When you go there, the first thing you will see is the Cool Town Clash poster. Click on that. It takes you right to the event, right to buy the tickets. Links are in all of our social media posts, at IZWWrestlingAZ, on the Facebook, on the Twitter, on the Instagram. It's all over that. Um, those are the best ways to, to get those and grab your tickets and come on out and, and be a part of it all. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, extremely excited about it. And, you know, 3D Sports Collectibles is going to be our, our, is our naming sponsor for that event as well. They're going to have a whole setup out there. A great opportunity for them. And just a lot of fun. It's going to be a good night. It matters if you, you know, it's not a house show where everything's going to go down and it's not going to matter. This event matters. And, and you know, I might know a guy who plans the things that IZW does. This one matters. And it plays into the history of IZW and what's going to be moving forward. Just like Monster sets the tone for the year and everything that happens. Everything is done for a reason. Everything's done with intention. Mm-hmm. And just because we added an event in Coolidge doesn't mean that intentionality goes away. In fact, it gets bigger. So... Come on out, be a part of it. It's gonna be a hell of a good time in yes. the city I've ever been to. I am very, very excited for it. And uh, as a kid who grew up outside of the Phoenix metro area in this little town called Yuma, anytime a, you know something happened in Yuma, it was always a big deal. And so I always feel an attachment to a lot of the smaller towns throughout Arizona because it's events like this that bring people together. And I know for me, like if I weren't kid in, in Coolidge or family in Coolidge and had this opportunity to go to such a cool event that doesn't typically make, you know, it's way there. It's, you know, it's, it's wonderful. And you get in front of a new audience and it's almost like this kind of interesting first date where you're putting out the feelers to see how, you know, uh, how everyone feels, how's it going? You know, do you like them? Do they like you? But ultimately it's a great way for, of course, not only for people to come together, but for IZW's presence to grow in the state of Arizona, which is my personal dream again, you know, for people around the state to know IZW, the state that I grew up in, that I live in, that I adore. You know, if there is a little kid out there whose first experience in wrestling is IZW, you know, especially as you know, grow and maybe come from other areas, like that's something special because I know how that would have impacted me as a little kid. So uh, don't forget, you know, again, as Greg mentioned, just because it's, uh, you know, an IZW show happening outside of the Phoenix area does not mean you're not going to have great matches. You're not going to see stories develop all of that. Um, So get your tickets now for cool town clash uh, in the Coolidge, Arizona, again, right towards the middle of Tucson and Phoenix. 
but have yourself a great day. And also other things will be happening through that event as well. So it's not just wrestling. It'll also be boxing exhibitions and much, much more. And we'll have more details in the coming weeks, but don't forget to buy your tickets uh, now. But if you can't come to Coolidge, there is another way that you could support IZW, Greg. Is there? Yes. Yes, there is. Would you mind doing me a favor? I could do that. So I could let everybody know. Sure. And wind it up. It's time. Is it indeed? It is. It, it is, is indeed time for you to go to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot to pick up your very own chair shot t-shirt and izw t-shirt today yes if you go to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot you're going to find a variety of t-shirts all in support of the chairshot.com and izw including the izw world order design that one hits very close to home now as well as the izw nwa design uh, and of course, the Arizona's best gold design, the IZW new logo, of course, too, all your favorite chair shot shirts like coming up tomorrow, chair shot 316. Yes. Well, as I say tomorrow, but it's today when you're listening to this, which could actually be another day, but that's besides could the be point. yesterday, Go- could be it could be yesterday. Last month. It could be tomorrow. Who knows what will be tomorrow like for us. Between. Multiverse time is, traveler shit right now. Who knows? You can go to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot to get your t-shirt. As well as, of course, everybody hates Greg and the Queen of Soft Style t-shirt that you can order in Soft Style. Uh-oh. Uh, get that at prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot. Uh, all t-shirts are at $19.99. But again, if you want to spend a few extra dollars, you can order any t-shirt in soft style, which I highly, highly recommend. So what are we waiting for? Go to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot. That is prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. So... This week's episode is going to be different because this is going to be a non-wrestling related show for the most part, unless we end up talking about it. Who knows? Uh, We started talking a little bit about this on the Greg DeMarco show, but I I wanted to get, and I know Greg does want to get a little bit more into Can you go back? Can can you inform everybody again that it's a non-wrestling related show? It's a non-wrestling related episode. Carry on. Well, I mean, up to uh, it was actually we did talk about wrestling. For yeah, for the first twenty-two uh, minutes, talk yeah, about wrestling. But yeah, okay. But like this second part, we're not going to talk about wrestling. So. Or so we think. 
That's what we think. Who knows? It'll come out. It probably will. So we talked a bit about it uh, earlier uh, on the Greg DeMarco show. And by earlier, I mean, when we recorded, you may be listening to the Greg DeMarco show somewhere, some other time. We've already discussed the multiverse, so we're not going to go into that again. Um, however, we did talk about the 2022 NCAA men's basketball bracket. Um, and that was because of our teams, all of our teams that we repped are in the tournament. Myself, of course, with the University of Arizona, Greg with Virginia Tech, and Patrick with uh, the University of Illinois. And I wanted to specifically focus on our two teams. Uh, yeah, because who tournament. cares about Illinois? He ain't here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but, I mean, let's, let's just look. Look, this is a big deal for me personally mm-hmm. um so i have not followed basketball as much this year and even in and i would say the previous years i would say my more focus uh has been football but god only knows we're not going to talk about university of arizona football uh because you know the only thing that they're you know getting a reputation for is one of the longest losing streaks in all of, of collegiate football losing. um Yes, and that's neither that's neither here nor there right now, Greg. Though, like, we're not talking about that. I'm just laying the foundation. You're right. We are we are not talking about the futility that is the Arizona football. Look, if U of A football has to sink so U of A basketball can swim, so be it. That that then there can't bear. You know, bears can swim, right? I mean, I know it's a wildcat, but it's also bear down. Like like it's 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 it's. Wildcats and bears could could swim. Yeah. I don't even, I, sun I have no reason to ask for that quite. Because yeah. you talked about Sun Devil is fucking imaginary. Are we going to, now, now you I got don't even claim it. it. Now you got me. I, I don't even claim it. That's also I don't. true. Yeah. I went to yeah. grad school yeah. there, got my master's the degree there. I claim that as much as you claim being a lumberjack. I just don't. Okay. Yeah. Just don't. Don't put that on me. Don't right? you put that evil on me. Um, whatever the hell so, they do, whatever that stupid shit is. Is it this one? Is stupid. it this one? I don't even. Yeah, know. I don't know. I think it's that is the other one. It's the other one. It's all of it's stupid. Um, but that's again neither here nor there because we're talking about the tournament. So uh, Arizona having such a fantastic, fantastic year won the Pac-12 conference, won the Pac-12 uh, conference uh, uh, tournament, won both. Yeah, won, won won the regular season and the tournament. Uh, and now a number one seed uh, overall. Number one was Gonzaga, um, Arizona. They're at number two. This is a very big deal. And the reason why I'm somewhat hesitant to talk about it is I'm such a superstitious person. So one of the things that I feel like has led us to this point is the fact that I haven't paid attention to it. And now that I am paying attention to it, will this like jinx University of Arizona basketball? What is that? What so? What are you? Are you big on superstitions, Greg? It, no, I say that, but I'm sure I can be persuaded into it. Um, mm-hmm. There is that element of, of I'm in. I, I can get caught up into like immediate superstition. Like mm-hmm. I'm not watching the Virginia Tech football game. I turn it on. They got a big lead, and then all of a sudden they start sucking. It's like I got to stop watching because yes. I'm obviously yeah, the reason. I've- Me here in the state of Arizona am obviously the reason them 2,700 miles away suddenly stink. That's, that's, you know, but 
Um, I've done that. Really, I've legitimately done that. I'm really not. Although there are certain things like, you know, you know, it's like, it's like I go to, when I go to my son's soccer games and I sit in the end where he's playing goalkeeper. And then if I'm not there for a game, it's like, I had a bad game. You got to be sitting there. So just, just little things here and there, but by and large, not superstitious, but I think in the moment it can definitely happen. I, um, I, it's, I do try to do certain things. I don't even know. I'm about to tell a story about a job interview. It's stupid. Like, there's no reason to tell me. It's nothing to do with superstition. So, yeah. Carry on. Not really superstitious. Okay. We, 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 find, we went in circles, but we find, I feel we like we around. finally got to. Yes, yes, yes. So, um, but yeah, I am super, I would say I'm super superstitious when it comes to sports. Like I exactly that if I'm watching a game or turning on a game and then the team starts to lose, I will, you know, change the channel. I won't watch it anymore because I will feel like I have impacted that. Yeah. And to be fair, the, the, the stars here are aligning the fact that I've rarely watched you a basketball. I kept up with information and scores and, and all that, but I didn't watch games and this is their best season that they've had. And God knows how long. Yeah. I mean, going back um, to the nineties, really? Yeah. You know? Uh, and so, uh, you know, it's, it's exciting. It's exciting time. It's also very nerve wracking. And even looking at, you know, their, their bracket that a lot of analysts had said, this is, you know, they, they have one of the more desirable routes as far as competition in uh, their region. But again, too, one thing, and my friends will joke about this, even my colleagues joke about how I view Arizona sports in general, because I think this happened to the Cardinals too. We'll either have a great start and then fall off a cliff, or we come back, you know, they, they do call us the uh, cardiac cats because you will literally have a heart attack watching them sometimes when they try and come back from behind. And so it's one of those almost just about. Ironic how you, you know, said the Cardinals fall off a cliff since that's what's happened oh, ever cliff. since Cliff became the head coach every single season. So, so close, but not enough. At least they made it to the wild card. At least last year they blew their wild card chances. They did. Uh, and this year they and, made and it to the wild card, then blew their chances, at least to the team that won the Super Bowl. So, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. A, if you're going to lose, you always want it to be the team to the team that wins. That's the what Super I Bowl. say. And my son was like, "No, the Rams suck. They better not win the Super Bowl." And I'm just like, "You want to lose the team that wins the Super Bowl? Like, that's what you want." Yeah. Tell this goes. Yeah. But he is not on board with that at all. Yeah. But I mean, just to, to be in this position where you can get so close to a national championship. I mean, granted, I can never be a, an athlete because I could cave under the pressure. It would be just too much, too much. Um, but it's also a beautiful time like to uh, and you I know you've been delving into the world of, of sports betting and, and understand all of that. I mean, this tournament in and of itself is like a betting Mecca, uh, but with so many variables that it's so hard to predict on a fan side, it's super exciting, but I'm sure it, for other people, it's so nerve wracking. It is a fascinating world that, that I'm learning about. And a lot of it comes through listening to, to people talk about it in podcasts and everything. And What's happening, I mean, I don't even know what to think about the NCAA mm -hmm. tournament. The only thing that I know of and have heard about in the observing is 
at the end of the day, it's still individual games. I mean, you can pick who you think is going to win. I think you can pick who's going to make the Final Four. You can pick anything. But it's just like any other game when it comes to there's a winner, there's a loser, there's points, there's a spread, there's all that. Um, That doesn't change because it's the NCAA tournament, but – the focus is different, and and every game is is neutral site, so there's that. But it's it's huge, and and the whole world is gonna be watching it, especially in this country anyway. Um, and, and you know, people fill out a bracket. There's just so many things that go on. It brings in people that don't normally watch. It brings in people that don't normally participate. So that's a whole other element to to the sport, uh, to the sports world. It's like WrestleMania, right? So we're going to talk about wrestling. WrestleMania brings in people who don't watch wrestling the rest of the year. They're going to pay attention to WrestleMania, and then they're out again until next year. Mm -hmm. That's why we have the Logan Pauls and the Pat McAfee's and the Johnny Knoxville's. Johnny Knoxville's, um, yeah. They're all participating in WrestleMania because it's WrestleMania. Well, that's the NCAA tournament, except... Okay, celebrities aren't going to show up and start playing basketball, but it's an equivalent. It really is. Like the Super yeah. Bowl. People watch the Super Bowl who don't watch. That's the only football game they watch the entire year. This mm-hmm. is, for some people, the only basketball well, they watch the entire and year. And it's funny because I think that the turn of the brackets itself is just a, almost, a, it's a game of skill, but also a game of luck. And it's funny how sometimes how arbitrary a, a bracket can be and how sometimes it's very, very intentional and planned out and you can have the best resources. But I think also, you know, to tie it back to wrestling, the idea of a Cinderella story, you know, anytime you have that big upset, it is, you know, this, this little known team or a team that wasn't expected to, uh, to win comes up and, you know, can can tell that amazing story. And uh, I've heard the tournament be described as, you know, uh, at almost anywhere from 30 to 50% luck. You know, you could have all the skill in the world, but luck plays an incredible it, There role is that. I it. mean, even this year, like the NCAA is responsible for, for travel. And there are some teams playing on Thursday that can't even leave where they're at until midnight on Wednesday night. And that, mm. that's got to have an impact on them and mm-hmm. and how they get there, when they get there, and their sleep schedule and rest and all of that. And I don't know how the NCAA screwed that up, but they screwed up a lot of things, so I guess I shouldn't be that surprised. But it's, you know, that's a factor as well. And you've got the first four, which teams are playing on Tuesday and Wednesday, and then they have to go and play again. If they play on Tuesday, they play on Thursday, they play on Wednesday, they play on Friday, and, and then, you know, into Saturday or Sunday – it it just kind of flows and it's a lot, but a lot of this is also coming out of conference tournaments where teams are playing every day for mm. you know three, four, five days straight. So it's yeah. it's just you know it's what they kind of play prepare the whole season for, and and that's where we that's where we go. But it's it's like nothing else, even within the sport, it's like nothing else. It's like a totally different yeah. season, totally different strategy, totally different everything. Yeah. It's, it's totally different. But, you know, again, f- from a school's perspective, the hype and, and I think as college students want something to get excited about again, you know, coming out of the pandemic where a year ago, you know, everything was closed doors or seasons were canceled entirely to be able to come back to some, a sense of normalcy um, in one of the biggest traditions within college sports. It feels it feels good. It feels like of all the crazy things that are happening, any little sense of normalcy that you can get to, you know, makes the it just provides that much more positivity 
uh, out there. And, and again, it's a very exciting time uh, in my fan base because this this could be it. Who knows? You know, like, again, I don't want to put hopes up. I don't want to put anything out there, you know, but to be in such a great position as a school and as a fan base, it's just, hey, you know, as a, let, let God and let Will, all of that stuff. But, you know, in the moment right now, it's just like it, it isn't, you know, it, it feels good, it feels optimistic. It feels, you know, the big, the biggest what if. What if? What if? It is. It is a big what if. But you, because your team is is one of the four number one seeds, you got all the pressure yes. on your team. I don't. I don't have any. My, you know, of course, alma mater, most people should know, is Virginia Tech. There, a week ago, weren't even going to be there. And, mm-hmm. and now, um, you know, they were number seven seed in, in the ACC tournament. They had to beat. They needed a buzzer beater in overtime to beat number ten Clemson. Then they beat number two, number three, and number one to win the NC to win the ACC tournament and get that automatic bid. Now there was thought that had they won in the semifinals and beat North Carolina, then they would have gotten into to the to the to the field. Um, but they didn't leave up chance. They they and they mm-hmm. they beat. The, they won those three games after the buzzer beater win against number ten. By a comfortable margin, they beat Duke by 15, and mm-hmm. and you know had Duke won, they they could potentially have been a one seed, but that loss put them down. And now we go into the tournament as a number 11 seed, playing a number mm-hmm. six sec- Texas team that was hot for a while but has completely cooled off. And a lot of people were picking Virginia Tech to to come out of that first round matchup with Texas, and a lot of people have even said that they would be comfortable if the two teams were flipped and Tech was the number six seed and Texas was the number 11, just based on the way they finished the season. And that is something the committee mm-hmm. looks at. They look at your last 10. They look at, are you hot right now? And, and Virginia Tech yeah. is. And they, they shoot. They, they, they have shooters on the team. Um, and, and they just match up really, really well with Texas. And so for me, I expect them to win in the first round. Um, and I don't know if I expect them to get to the Sweet 16. I haven't dug into the bracket to see – who they would play in the second round, but um, I think they got at least one win in them in the tournament, and and they've been in the Sweet 16 before, but they don't have the rich basketball history that Arizona does mm-hmm. by any means, yeah, whatsoever. Um, whereas to get to the Final Four, you could potentially have to play Patrick O'Dowd's uh, Fighting Illini. Mm-hmm. You only way you would play Virginia Tech is in the championship game, and I don't think yep. that's going to happen. Um, but it's unless they are the Cinderella story for this year. And if they are the Cinderella yes. story for this year, watch out for the next three weeks because I will be unbearable. Yes. Um, yes. And, and deservedly so. But yeah. it's, yeah, I'm excited about it. I think it's going to be fun mm-hmm. to follow along. You know, my team plays on Friday and uh, I'm just very excited about it. I remember I was at a wrestling event on Saturday, um, you know, Phoenix Championship Wrestling, getting a text messages about yeah. the team winning and, and winning the ACC tournament. At that point, we figured they were going to get in, so it wasn't a big deal. But that's their first yeah. time winning any conference championship since 1979 when they won the Metro wow. Athletic Conference Basketball Championship. They've performed well. They've been to the dance. They've won the NIT um, since then. But uh, they have not won a conference championship. And to do so and do so in the ACC with a team that was amongst top of the nations in Duke, uh, top of the country in Duke, and, and also beating no- Notre Dame in North Carolina, um, 
they're ready. They're ready to go, and, and I'm excited about where they're going to be. Before the tournament, they were considered a bubble team at best, and some people didn't even have mm-hmm. them on the bubble. Um, and then they ended up, you know, there was no questions. They were watching Selection Sunday to see when and where and who, but there was no concern about being in. And and because they won that automatic bid by winning the ACC tournament, which is just cool as shit, like to win the ACC yeah. tournament. Your team was supposed to win, and, and I'm not knocking it. That That's a testament to the season they had. Mm-hmm. Mine wasn't even supposed to be there. And and so yeah. they get to pull off that win, and, and they finish the job, and that's the coolest part about it. Um, and the ACC has had some history with that. There was a Georgia Tech team that had a losing record that the only way they could get in was to go on a run and did and got in uh, by winning the ACC tournament when I was just a little tiny kid um, before Virginia Tech was even a part of the ACC. But because, you know, growing up in Virginia, that's just what you saw and mm-hmm. watched and followed. Um, but this is, you know, this is my school. This is where I met my wife. This is where – I, I, you know, grew up as a person in a lot of ways and, and, you know, where one of my kids wants to go to college and that's, you know, so, so yeah, I'm a root hard and, and, you know, hopefully those of you listening hear all the stories and you're like, yeah, root for them too, unless it's against your team. But, um, but yeah, like, like, and I'll root for Arizona to advance, right? I will. I won't root for for Illinois to advance just because I want to make fun of Pat. Like that's all it is. Wow. Uh, I but, mean, it's all is fair. Yeah, but but you know, and he'll root, and then but then like if if Tech has a crazy run and then loses a heartbreaker, he'll send me text and be like, "Man, I'm sorry." Like, I'll, you know, and I yeah. do the same thing. But yeah, it's just you know, there's just fun things, fun elements of personalities. Why you root or don't root there? But I. I mean, it'd be great if all of our teams in the final four. It's not physically possible the way the bracket set up, yeah. but. Um, I'm excited. I think it's going to be fun. And, and to see your school in the spotlight like that, especially cause I'm on the other side of the country. Um, you know, they don't get as much coverage on the West coast as they would get on the East coast. I'm super yes, excited about yes. it. And I think it's gonna be really cool. There's and a bias against, uh, you know, my theory about West coast bias and, you know, that's the how, how PAC 12 after dark, became to existence is the fact that Pac-12 games started to play so late. It's primarily in football, but it kind of has delved into basketball as well and how kind of the randomness of Pac-12 games have occurred when games go into, you know, well past midnight on the East Coast. And what's funny is that when when that was a thing, you know, I'm fresh out of college, fresh out of Virginia Tech. I appreciated the Pac-12 for that reason because I was still up. And so to have to be able to watch college football till two in the morning was amazing to a 22 year old Greg DeMarco. And we would do that and and we'd stay up late and watch them. And we would, I mean, you know, loved watching Oregon now back when their uniforms were were a huge thing Mm -hmm. and and their freaking advertising campaign and their phone number was 1-800-BE-A-DUCK. Like I remember all that stuff and, and, you know, and that was all because that's what was on super late at night and, you know, on the weekends, on a Saturday, watching college football. So I moved out here familiar with the Pac-12, Pac-10 at the time, for that reason, because staying up late and watching football on the East Coast. Same thing with, you know, Boise State and, and the Smurf turf. Yeah. Like, all that was because living on the East Coast and not being, you know, being young and not going to bed super early, that was it. And, and that was the opportunity to watch that. We'd go out. And then come home and still be able to watch Pac-12 football game. And and that's a luxury we don't even have anymore now that we're out here. So, um, yeah. yeah, so so that those ties were always there. 
Um, I probably feel more tied to the whole conference than I would the school I went to for grad school in Arizona mm-hmm. State just because um, there was always that connection when, when we would watch it at home in, in Virginia because um, we were up. Well, you know we're going to be talking more about the tournament on this show. And, of course, the Greg DeMarco show, uh, whether it's celebration, laughter, tears, whatever that may be, make sure you stay tuned. And with that, Greg, let's go ahead and pay some bills. This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out thechairshot.com, bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thechairshot.com. for that i just was like what can i play yeah might, might as well might as well yeah we're doing no conspiracy theories this time uh but make sure you stay tuned this is just kind of a little bit of a short and sweet episode of the hashtag miranda show uh we'll have more to you for you in uh, upcoming weeks of course we're going to be promoting uh idw impact zone wrestling cool town clash and king of the jungle happening april 28th and may 7th of course other local arizona shows we will be promoting on this podcast as well and of course talking about whatever the hell i want to talk about because that's just how this this rolls uh just like greg talks about whatever he wants to talk about on the greg demarco show both podcasts i mean probably- one of this week's topics was at the behest of one patrick o'dowd yeah yeah no patrick request too. Yes. to speak on the generic luchador yes now sammy Zane. yes uh, and, we'll, you know, who knows? That's why you got to stay tuned. Again, both this podcast and The Greg DeMarco Show are proud parts of the ChairShot Radio Network, which you can find on thechairshot.com. 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 Always use your head. You as well, you can follow us on social media, me, Miranda Morales. You can find me at the hashtag Miranda, hashtag spelled out on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, Greg DeMarco, you can find him on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at ChairShotGreg, as well as thechairshot.com. You can find on social media at ChairShotMedia. Go ahead and follow us. That way you get updates and pictures and cool stuff and whatever we post because it's all good. Uh, Greg, can you let our listeners know where they can follow IZW on social media? Absolutely. If you go to at IZW Wrestling AZ, that's because we're in the state of Arizona that Miranda talks so lovingly about. At IZW Wrestling AZ on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Updates, photos, promos, everything for impact zone wrestling and of course links to buy tickets and information about the upcoming events that can all be found there as well at izw wrestling az also izwwrestling.com but when we're talking about the social media it is at izw wrestling az I got the hiccups. Uh, yeah, Uh-oh. go ahead and, and no, it's okay. It's okay. Boo. It's okay. Everybody, it's fine. 
we're all good. Uh, yes, go ahead and do that. And make sure you stay tuned to thechairshot.com for new episodes of the Hashtag Miranda Show. Thank you all so much for listening. And don't forget to always keep it soft style. You got no choice, babe. If you asked Razor how he was doing, the standard response was, better than you, Chico. I learned that when I stepped through that curtain, that I could have a relationship as a performer with an audience. And it was a powerful thing to me, whether I was the hated villain or the beloved hero. And that was something that I've always treasured. So thank you to all the wrestling fans here. And all the fans watching around the world. In my lifetime, I've learned hard work pays off. Dreams come true. Bad times don't last, but bad guys do. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.